Mommy, you miss me, don't you? Haters, wish you could hit me, don't you? <laughs> you should call me uncle, I understand I'm backed by popular demand That new CL slide Outside of Popeyes, eating chicken and fries Yeah, come holla at your uncle I understand, I'm backed by popular You are now demand. listening to the all-time phenomenal Used to bag working VA at the Econo no. Alright, here's the deal I guess we're in episode 80 of Underemployed. So here's what here's what had happened. Uh, as everyone who listens to the show knows, David and I try to get a guest every 10 episodes. Uh, we were very much trying to make that happen for the 80th. And without getting into specifics, we just couldn't make it happen. And we were we just didn't want to keep waiting to make a new episode, right, Dave? No. Yeah. We did not we did not want to continue denying you people what you deserved. It's sort of like denying um, People who are coming off of alcohol withdrawal, they're, you know, like they're, they need something to keep them going. So coffee and cigarettes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we are, we are the Marlboro of the podcast world. So Marvel Red 100s (laughs) and and Kyoto drip cold brew. Absolute. So um, we will have a guest soon. We are trying to figure out the specifics. We are very excited about that. It's a very personal episode of Underemployed that's coming up. But in the meantime, we're going to make this happen. I was also bummed because we were going to make episode 81 called Kobe because, you know, 81. And it was going to be a normal episode. Not T.O.? We could have made T.O. references, at least. Uh, he's got plenty of quotes for days. Because I love me some me. I love me some me. Um, we'll have something special. We'll have that guest at some point. We'll have the undies soon. We'll figure it out. But in the meantime, we missed you guys. Clearly you missed us. I know David said the other day in Fredericksburg he was being mobbed on the street, wondering where the art was. I get it. It's tough. And we're willing to record remotely for you people, so Dave, let's let's get right into it. Yeah, let's let's not deny the people let's not deny the people what they want. I'd say the biggest thing that's happened for us in the last three months since we've dropped an episode was actually something that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, if you remember last year, David and I went on a wonderful adventure to the Howard Theater to see Lupe Fiasco perform. And then uh, one morning I wake up to a Facebook message from David who shows me that clips are performing at the Kennedy Center. And here's what would happen. Back in the day, David and I would talk about theoretically going to these concerts and how much fun we would have. And now as full-grown adults in our 30s, I just said, well, why don't we just go? And so we said, let's go. Um, so Dave, we, we got tickets we bought tickets. What what are those sections in the Kennedy Center that are not in the floor seating? Uh, we uh, 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 it's a box of some sort. I don't remember exactly yeah. what it is called. Let me double yeah. check. Parterre box. Parterre. That's right. So we sat there to avoid the normals. And if you remember, also when we saw Chris Rock at the Altria Theater last year, we missed the first fifteen minutes of his show. And so David and I were very much determined to not miss this show. I pick up David. We go up to False Church. Redacted time. Yes, at a certain time. Uh, we go up to False Church. We go to Dogwood to get dinner. We get, we've got parking at the Kennedy Center, so we just drive right in. Easy drive. Um, I had never been, I'd actually never been to the Kennedy Center. And David, when was the last time you had been to the Kennedy Center? Bethy and I actually had, were having a discussion about that later. Um, the last time we remember explicitly being there was right before COVID when I bought her when I bought her and I tickets for something. Uh, the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. Okay. Uh, no, uh, the last time actually I think 
might have been when she performed there mm. during the, the during the, the, the peak of COVID. Okay. And, you know, she was allowed one guest. Everyone had to wear masks, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Have we talked on the show? I think we have. Have we talked about our idea of going to one of Bethany's performances before? Um, you know, I don't know that we have, but um, I see no reason why we should spoil it for people and not just That's tell fair. them after the fact. That's fair. We, well, we'll do it at some point, despite Bethany's best with it, best wishes, and then we'll tell you people what happened. But um, there will be there will be uh, photographic evidence. So we go there, and I had again never been. And we what hall were they performing in? They were performing in a concert, just a smaller concert hall. Yeah, because there was something else going on that night where we ran across a crowd, right? Yes, there was. There was uh, it was probably something opera related, but there were two very distinct yeah. crowds. <laughs> There was like us who were wearing bomber jackets and sneaks and, yeah, there, and there, there, fitted there hats. Yeah, there were people in beast clothing, and then there were people in like... Suits. Suits. <laughs> we were like, ah, oh, they're probably not going to go see Pusha and Malice. Um, I, they might. Yeah. Less likely. Not to judge a book. Unlikely. Um, so we go, we get in, and we kind of actually just have like an hour to chill, uh, which is fine. DJ was, I mean, they were playing good music. We were just chilling out. We talked to the camera guy right next to us for a few yep. minutes. Really yeah, which was interesting talking to the camera guy who was like, yeah, I specifically requested to work this event. I wanted yeah. to be paid to see this show. Right. But you know what? Good, Good for, for him. Good for him, man. And then... That's a sweet gig if you can get it. And I guess I'll spoil a little bit. The funniest part of the night for us, we saw this We saw this walking in and then they happened to sit right very close to us, David. Uh, what was our favorite part of the night beyond even the performance? It was the like nine-year-old kid in a Pusha T, it's almost dry tour sweatshirt yeah and which meant that kid could the, he was probably older than nine he was, i think it was, was i think his dad said he was, he was 12 less than 15 yeah though. 12 years old which on one hand you're like huh but on the other hand i thought oh, dave and i were definitely listening to clips when we were nine and ten so who cares uh you know I, they came out they came out when i was uh, i think sixth or seventh grade so 11 or 12. Yeah, I was, yeah their first their first album's oh two so yeah you would have been 12 i would have been, been yeah i would have been 10-ish um so we appreciated the fact that uh, clearly we under, this... We definitely understood what weight meant. Yeah, that's true. Also, we were just like, oh, these beats sound great. Um, so we go and we see this kid and I'm just really happy because it's nice to know that future generations will be as washed as David is myself. That's always a pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. So we go there again. It's like an hour. The DJ's actually... I always... I think I was saying this to you before. I really like the DJ because he wasn't being an obnoxious DJ. He was just playing songs, playing a verse, playing two, occasionally going like, y'all ready for clips, but nothing annoying. I was just like, oh, nope. we're just having fun. Understood his role. Mm-hmm. He understood the assignment. As, as The Rock would say, know your role and shut your mouth. And then they performed. They came out to Popeyes, which I got to be honest, probably my favorite clip song. Uh, I call, I'd like to say I called that. I think you did. We were arguing, not arguing, we were talking about which song would be open with. I said, it's either Popeyes or like Young Boy. I thought they didn't, they actually didn't even perform Young Boy. I just started, I was like, it's, it's going to be yeah, Popeyes. Popeyes. They're is coming a, out to Popeyes. I mean, it makes sense. It's a great intro song. So the other funny thing that happened was before the show, I had David had called Bethany as we were driving into Falls Church to check in, and I had just said, hey, Bethany, do you want us to send you a, the track list as the show's going on? And she said, yeah, sure. Knowing Bethany, probably not uh, listen to Lord Willen on a loop anytime soon. So... And then, the casket drops. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's a huge fan until the casket drops. That was more of a radio album. And um, 
Then, I don't know, about four or five songs in, I keep hearing my phone vibrate, so I check my phone. And David has indeed texted her the first five songs or so <laughs> that they had performed. And so, honest to God, David and I, the entire show, the entire show, I mean, we're enjoying it, but we're also very much like texting Bethany the song list and giggling our ass off. And the best part was, uh, Bethany was asleep the whole time, right? She wasn't asleep, she was doing other things. Okay, so she just had her phone on silent. So yeah, like, <laughs> so, cause they started right before nine, so I just get te three texts from David, Popeyes, what happened to that boy, when the last time Virginia, and we just go on and on. Um, and my favorite part was about that was, we made it sound incredibly exciting and a holy shit moment when they brought up the Reup Gang, which if you don't know who there the, is members of the Reup Gang. Yeah, if you don't know who the Reup Gang is, you're in the right. Um, correct. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Correct answer. Yeah. You you have done you have done useful things with your life. It's like oh Roscoe Roscoe P and Ab Life came out. It's just the idea that Bethany would be excited for these guys who haven't done anything since 2006. Two, yeah, two truly unremarkable. Uh, yeah. Backpacks. Other than the fact that I, th I think Roscoe is like six eight or something crazy. Maybe a, a, he's big. He's, he's a, a big, big boy. Dude. He's a big boy. Um, and we were like, oh man. He. Uh, and you said he also kind of looked like two chains mixed with somebody else. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember, but I do. I, yeah. He, yeah. He looked like he looked like two chains mixed with somebody else. I yeah. don't remember who it was though. Yeah. Something like that. And um, I also thought the set list was pretty solid. Um, the one thing I had was. So Clips have three albums. They have Lord Willen, their first album, which is my favorite. Hell Hath No Fury, their second, which is David's favorite, and I would say their most liked critically. And their third album, Till the Casket Drops. At one point, they just do they do I'm, seven straight songs from Hell Hath No Fury, which is the album I'm least familiar with. And it's like deep, deep, deep album cuts. And I'm, yes. I, I was just a little lost at one point. I was like, ah, oh, these are not songs I know as not well. I, also not what I would have expected. Yeah. You, uh, you probably would have... I mean, there are more radio songs they could have done. I really wish they had done Young Boy. I thought Gangsta Lean would have been a great song to do, but um, they did... Otherwise, they did their big singles, and uh, they ended with I'm Good, which song I like, song David doesn't really like, but I get it. It's more of a radio song. Um, but overall, it was a really fun... It was really fun. I don't know. It was just... It was cool to see these two guys David and I have been listening to for over 20 years. Hey, um... Ask Bethany what she thought about us texting her the track list for the clip show. Jack would like to know what you thought about us texting you the track list for the clip show. I thought it was a joke. I didn't think you were really doing it. I had no idea what any of it meant. <laughs> you weren't, she wasn't excited to see the re-up gang? She had no idea. She just, she was, she was lost. Well, I'm just glad she had a fun time living through us vicariously. You can tell her. She acknowledged that they were real words. But not what any of them meant in the context. Well, we'll we'll burn her a mix CD and then she can enjoy their music. I'll point. make her a Spotify playlist. Excellent. You're a good boyfriend, David. Uh, does Bethany have anything she wants to contribute to the public before we let her? Is go? there anything anything you'd like to add to the podcast? The answer is always no. I always hope it's different. <laughs> it's always a okay. It's Bethany letting me know that dinner is ready. Well. Well, that dinner's going to get cold because we still got some stuff to talk about. You can let That's it fine. Um, the other thing, one of the things David and I were talking about too on the car ride up was, um, you can explain this better, David, but you have this these kind of weekly contests, categories, things. With your so I'm in a thing called a music league mm -hmm. um, where there is a prompt 
for the week, and everyone mm-hmm. submits songs. And then after, you know, once this, after submission period is closed, the, uh, the playlist is released, and folks then vote for the song, or vote for various songs that they think are good. And um, it's a blind vote, right? Yes, it is a blind vote. Okay. Uh, so the category we that was coming up when we were driving up, because this I think was two or three weeks ago, was uh, maybe even four, was um, was it was it uh, music that's going to kill your high slash scare the hose music? Uh, I believe this was white people party. Oh, that's what. Okay. So the scare the so the scare the host slash blow your butt was like the next week or something like that I think right? yes uh, two weeks later okay worst songs to hear after you solo a bong that's right so I also thought we could keep talking about this because we had some very I got second place for that what? Joe got number one with Kim I, I was gonna say Kim's a cheat code like that is just the ultimate like it, it's like Barry Bonds in two thousand two it's like I, I guess yeah but I mean is it fair no it's the ultimate. Like I, I'm, I don't drink or smoke, and I still wouldn't want to be around that song. It's, it kills any mood I have. Now please, please, please. What was? The, what did you get second for again? Uh, Slaves shall serve. That's right. You played that in the car. Behemoth. And I, and when you played it, I was like, yeah, I get it. I, 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 this would, this would be uncomfortable in a car full of women. Um, I was gonna suggest. I told you that there was an Eminem, Dr. Dre song that's actually been. It was the intro episode on the podcast for the for the great american sports bracket which came out right as covid hit called hell breaks loose and it's a really good song but it also is uh i think i I told you it was like uncomfortably frenetic so that's a good option eminem's got some good choices for scaring the hose music um and i think the fact that you got number two says something because peanut was not losing with kim that was the ultimate like he can't lose with that song so in a way you won i am Currently in third place in the league. Yeah, third, third on fifty-eight points. And how many are he left? Is, he is one. He is he is in first on sixty-five, okay. and then our friend Charlie is second on sixty-one. How many are left? This is the final week. Okay, and what's the category? Going hard. Oh, that was another one we talked about. Uh, mm-hmm. Waka had some good options. Uh, I like my two options. I, I won't say. That's what, right. I won't yeah, say what I, I, we, we'll we'll talk about him next episode. But yeah, I mm-hmm. I think we've talked about him. Um, anyway, if you have good options for scare the hose music, uh, we'd love to hear them. Uh, send them to David or myself or the official underemployed uh, uh, PO box, which you should know the address by now. We've said it every episode. Another thing that has happened since we've talked is because again, it's been three months. Speaking of music, that Usher has been named the Super Bowl halftime performer. And David, I wanted to get your thoughts on that because from my opinion... I, I think, didn't even remember that. Okay. Well, so so then... But he's fine. Yeah, he's a solid... He's a, he's a fine... He's a, he's a perfectly fine choice. Yeah, he's a good life he's performer. Got some, like, he, he's got, some, he's got some, some ditties. He's got some bops. You know, he's got some stuff that's like recognizable enough for older folks. Like, we are, we are now fully in the... The Super Bowl shows are going to be tailored yes. towards... Us. Gen X slash millennials. Millennials. Yeah. Once they Fine. once they did the rap show two years ago, I was like, oh, now I'm now I'm their audience. <laughs> that was yeah, a little yeah, like we are the audience. Now. I was like, oh, Dr. Dre, Soup, and Eminem. That's a that is a that is an us halftime show. I would I would argue I would argue when they did Bruno Mars even. I guess, but Bruno Mars they did. I Bruno Mars they actually did. 
they actually did Bruno pretty early in his career. Like he, um, I think he did it around the mid 2010s, and he still had a lot of songs after that that were big. So yeah, uh, just because he's so good live. I know. Meanwhile, Rihanna. I mean, I've heard from. She's also pregnant. Well, that didn't help. That's that didn't help, and we were all surprised to say, "Oh, she didn't she just have a baby?" Um, but I think I've heard that even non-pregnant Rihanna just was never a great live performer. So I think that and the pregnancy was just. I thought last year, we didn't talk about it, but last year's show was just kind of meh to me. Um, I didn't I didn't watch it. I was at league. Yeah, that's right. Um, and there's no other way, to, unfortunately, to watch it in 2023. So I can see why you missed it. But but she has a great. I was in the middle of a game. I'm not going to turn on the Super Bowl halftime show during a game. You guys can have your own halftime and observe the observe the Super Bowl. Halftime. Yeah, we had like a we had like a 90 second halftime. That's well. That's why they say injuries are very prone in Ultimate Frisbee. I want to stay in sports for a second because I talk about the Super Bowl. Because I know you have a gripe to pick with the NBA in-season tournament, which before I get to you, I just want to say Lakers looking like they're about to take this all the way. So I'm excited, but David, I want you to... I am, to rooting, I am rooting for the Pacers for the simple fact that I like chaos. That would be chaotic to have Indiana win a championship. Uh, a meaningless one, but a, a, a trophy nonetheless. Would Peanut be happy with that? I mean, he's a Knicks fan. I think, I think he'd be fine with it. Yeah. I, th- I know other folks who would be more excited. Because he's a diehard Knicks fan, and they used to have a huge rivalry with, with Indiana, but he also went to Indiana. And so, I don't know. Uh, Make it make sense. So, what, what's your big beef with the NBA in-season tournament? My biggest gripe with the in-season tournament is that the name stinks. It does stink. Like, it is It is truly abysmal. It's yeah. awful. It's so bad. Yeah. For a league that consistently gets branding pretty good it's just the in-season tournament Boo. Yeah. what were some you came up with commissioner's cup mm-hmm. it's right there and you could call the trophy silver is silver yep which right. was jack's joke it like is, come it's, on it's right there um i'm because it's, it's it's if you're going to borrow from the cup competition Form, format that they have in soccer, which that's this is just a straight rip of yeah. that. It it is dragged and dropped. Yeah. Just call it a cup. Call yeah. it a cup competition. It's really not hard. Yeah, especially because they're and investing. This year's sounds so much better than in season tournament. And especially because they're investing so much in the. I don't know if you've seen the trophy, but like the trophy itself, the MVP trophy, the mm-hmm. all all of them. It's like they're investing a lot of money and effort into this. So. The in-season tournament does just kind of just, I don't know, just plain. The name stinks. Yeah. Um, I'm still not fully on board with the tournament. There are parts. I like the fact that the winner share will mean a lot to the guys who are like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 on the bench. Because um, 500, 500 is 500K. Man. It's a lot. That's a lot money. to anybody. It's a lot to money. Yeah, it's true, actually. Even LeBron, if you said, would you like $500,000, he'd still say, yeah, I'll take that. It's an easy paycheck. One game, 500K. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Do they hang that banner if a team wins it? It's a trophy. It's a trophy. It's uh, the first one. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I, it's like you, I don't know, you maybe hang it somewhere. Maybe you auction it somewhere. Um, but where this is a, we'll, we'll at least root for an Indiana Laker final because that would be fun. Yeah. It would be potentially chaos. Honestly, Pelicans, Pelicans Pacers, who says no? <laughs> Adam Silver sports would hope. Adam Silver would hope no because those the sports books. <laughs> those rings would go right down the drain. Uh, oh, I guess it would be fun to watch Zion and Tyrese Halliburton play. But yeah. Um, so look, again, just want to point out Lakers looking strong right now in the tournament. One last night against Phoenix as we're recording this. 
momentum of a run momentum of a runaway freight train, as the kids would say. So, um, I wanted to ask you, David, have you seen the new Grand Theft Auto Six trailer? No. Okay. I would go out of your way to watch it at some point. Okay. Um, because it's wild that it has been ten years since we had Grand Theft Auto Five, mm-hmm. and it's been wild that it's been almost twenty years since we got San Andreas. And 15 cents for like it's just crazy to think what about all the time. Oh, I know. Like, I don't, I don't mind waiting. It's one of these yeah. things where so I did not, so I did not have an Xbox Live account when I had a 360 and was playing GTA 5. So when yeah. I got the one, it's just like I've already, I had sunk too many hours into it that I didn't want to redo. So yeah, I that makes sense. Didn't buy it again. Yeah, but you know, I, I'd consider GTA 6. Yeah, I think you'll. I think just for the cultural milestone, it'll be in 2025 when it comes out. It'll be like, cool. yeah. What I think is, you know, you'll forgive me for doing a thing that I always do, which is talking about the, the backlash to things on Twitter. Yes. Um, which we will not acknowledge the name change. Fuck that. Yeah, it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Twitter. It's a it's a dumpster fire of an app already. So yeah. No. Exactly, it's yeah. a dumpster fire of an app. And, and uh, the muskrat has only made it more of a dumpster fire by one changing the name and changing what the posts are called. Yeah. Like no other no other platform had succeeded in in, in getting the name change of of, of right. the thing to stick. Yeah. Especially for established and, brands. Yeah. And Twitter did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, there are people online who are big mad about what they see as it being. Woke. Yeah. Uh, and like, because one of the because there's two protagonists, one of them is female. I, yeah. yeah, and like, uh, what is it? Uh, people are tweeting like, I, you know, I didn't like this game. I didn't, I don't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to kill the cops, and so I, I failed a bunch of missions. And it's just like, oh, Elon Musk said that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. It's like it's a video game, man. Yeah. It, it is a video game. Yeah. Chill. And it's not a, and it's not a video game that rewards you. For pious choices. It's also not like you didn't know that that was going to be something that was potentially happening going into it. The GTA series has been around for goodness, uh, since since the nineties. I remember playing. I remember playing top-down versions of it, like GTA one or two, on my Game Boy. Like this isn't new, man. Yeah, you know the deal. Yeah, you knew what you were getting into, and you are for somehow surprised by it yeah it's like it's it's gonna and also it's just i think some people just trying to make their voices heard because it's gonna be the biggest thing ever it's gonna sell 150 million copies and it's not and also it's gonna be in florida which should be a hell of a fun time because florida by itself is already just mm. that's just my only my only you know is like me griping about things i don't i haven't even seen yet but like man the geography of florida is boring well, so they're trying to include a lot. So Miami is the prime area, but now they're doing, I think, the Everglades, the Keys. Okay. Um, okay. I think there's a rumor so, they might be doing flat, like, a, but they might, flat, but like Swampland could be fun. <laughs> okay, so they won't have mountains as much, but they could have like different weird areas with. I think fan they, boats. Yes, fan boats. They're going to be fan boats. That's going to be cool. All right, I'm in. All right, um, and then they're going to word on the street is going to be great have, for Cajun Jack. I was going to say. I'm not going to say if Cajun Jack's going to be a part of the game, but there's a good chance that Cajun Jack's going to be an NPC in the game, or at least, you know, a side character offering missions. Uh, 
someone's stolen his Gata and someone and he needs you to go kill them and get his Gata back. A simple escort mission, maybe. I don't know. I can't. You know how Fetch West. You know, David. You know how uh, serious Rockstar is with their NDAs. So mm-hmm. I can't talk about it. All I'll say is they robbed me with Cowboy Jack not being in Red Dead Redemption Two. That was bullshit, and I'm still mad about that. But I'm willing to listen to offers for Cajun Jack, or maybe they've already been. I can't say. Um, Cajun Jack would be prime for Red for uh, GTA Six though. Because I think the best Grand Theft Auto side characters are the one you want to shoot repeatedly. <laughs> and so, Cajun Jack has that in spades. So, I will let you... As we get closer to 2025, I will keep you guys in the loop on my recording sessions. Um, we're also... We're recording this the day that it was announced. Taylor Swift was announced this time's Person of the Year Day. I don't know about you, David. I thought it was like, yeah, that makes sense. She's a two-time winner now. I th- Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> breaking her tie with you and me for her 2006 victory of course yep. um what i mean to me this was actually like i don't think there was too much controversy it was like yeah she was the biggest star in the world and I, I mean she was the biggest star in this country i feel like even around the world she's become like a michael jackson almost figure um just with, no you don't think so no no okay would like to point out a route note blog from a couple weeks ago that looks at chart analysis from available streaming numbers and determined that Taylor Swift actually is quite literally the most popular artist in the world as of right now. So uh, reminder that being uh, definitive about something does not necessarily mean you are correct. So like Time is a U.S. focused magazine. So if they want to call her the person of the year, that's fine by me. Okay. I don't really think much. I don't think much about it. I don't much care. Uh, and not in a like I don't care in a negative way. I truly just it just does it just does not op- occupy any space in my brain. Do you think Taylor would do the podcast? We could try. We could try. She just gave her. I mean, that interview she did with Time for it was I think her first one in four years. So, you know, she's back in the groove. What's the, what's the worst they say? Nothing. Yeah. I feel like the worst they could do is say not only no, but we're now we're retroactively filing DMCA notices for all the music you've used without paying anybody. And I'll be like, well, that's. I guess fair. We've gone under the radar for a while, but uh, we have not made a profit, so they have nothing to get. That's true. I would be willing to go in court and say how paltry our our numbers are, just so I could be like, we make no money. But Dave, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I don't particularly have anything itching at me. Hmm. Um, you know, just uh, the big thing is that Tottenham Hotspur has been a joy and a revelation this season under. New manager Ange Postacoglu. Are they finally good? They went 10 games unbeaten. That's really good, right? In a 30-something game season, I think, right? Best best start to the Premier League the team has had since, like, the 60s? I want to say. When was the last time they won a championship? Last time they won a trophy was, like, 2008. Oof. Now, league championship. Longer? 60s? Okay. So, I'm hearing not... Very, not very recently. No, saying. no, it's, it's it's a running joke. But that's hey, that's okay. There's no there's no shame. All you got to do is get back up on your feet. Uh, Which is, in theory, you have more shots at winning silverware in Europe with soccer because you know they have the league, they have the FA Cup, they have the League Cup, they have yeah. you know if you're a European competition, you have that. There's the Carabao Cup. Like there's so many things. Yeah. 
And I guess that's to your point earlier. That's what the NBA is trying to replicate by having there be something in this season. I think it's. I feel like it would take a while for it to matter and for it to really mean something. And maybe, sure. maybe the maybe they can incentivize the NBA could incentivize it to be playoff tied at some point. Like you're at least guaranteed a playoff berth, or I don't know. But it's not a bad idea. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'll see. I'm still not fully sort sold on the in season tournament in the NBA, but. It could. End, it ended up working in soccer. They've done. They've got a good rhythm, and maybe I could figure it out. Um, David, before we head out, I would, oh, go ahead. Sorry, the sorry. only thing I would say is where where it could be fun is to open it up to teams from Europe. You mean like a U.S. versus world kind of thing? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, get get some of the Eurobasket guys. Now the issue is you have you have the different rule sets, so you're going to have to have to find some agreement between the two. Yeah. But hey, also, while the euro and the US dollar are basically on par with each other, I mean, we might as well do it. This is the best time to do it. Yeah, I would say, I would say you, it should, doesn't need to be every year. You could alternate and I would say either make it uh, a preseason or a postseason tournament just simply for the logistics issues. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't, like, you don't need or want guys traveling. 3,000 miles one way twice in a week. That's just... Yeah. That's just that's just not good. Yeah. And I think that's one of the issues the NFL, as they expanded to Europe, has and they got to figure out. And the NBA has always had a huge European presence, but they it's tough with the time zone switch and everything. So, But, mm-hmm. it you know, it's a market they want to get into. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to that. At least I don't know why the NFL is talking about going back there it's you, so dumb you know I used to think it was stupid except now those games are actually hot tickets and I think they've worked now in Germany and, and the UK they become like big events keep them as a novelty well keep them as a novelty. I agree do them two or three times a year don't actually go over there full time don't Definitely. have Jacksonville go over full time and by the way real quick we are once again coming up on the uh, the official underemployed bowl because the Ravens play the Jaguars on Sunday Night Football in I think two weeks so David obviously not really watching a lot of football these days, but this is still a matter of pride, so we will keep you updated on who the winner is on that. I don't think I've watched a full game in like two years. That's the, that's okay. That's okay. It's still a matter I of pride. It's all that matters, David, is pride. It's all we All that matters is pride. Uh, all that matters. Before we, before we head out, uh, want to do a quick uh, stump the slob? We haven't done one of these in a while. Let's do that. All right. So we were talking about clips earlier. Mm-hmm. Which clip song, including songs they're featured on, is the highest that they've ever charted on the Billboard Hot 100. And what was the number it charted at? Do I get a multiple choice? I'll give you four choices. Okay. But if I give you four choices, you have to get it and get the number within at least like two or three numbers. That's fine. Okay. Plus 10. All right. So your four choices are Grindin'. Okay. Win the Last Time. Okay. Popeyes. Okay. And Like I Love You. Uh, like I Love You. Okay, that is correct. Now, what number did it chart at? On the Billboard Hot 100? Yep. With Justin Timberlake? Yep. Three. Ooh. Surprisingly low. I was surprised it was as low as 11. Only 11. Wow. Oh, that was my first My first thought was 11. Damn. Oh, you... Uh, Dave, you got to go with your gut sometimes. If you're curious, by the way, Grindin' was 30. Uh, when okay. the last time was 19, that was their highest charting solo. I just threw Popeyes in there. It didn't chart on the... But you and I love that song, so why not? Yeah. Uh, what happened? I just figured Cameron would help something. Yeah, I just... 
That was, you know, not to get too inside hip hop, especially as you're wrapping up, but that was something Dave and I joked about in the card up was, boy, I hope they don't bring out Cameron for Popeyes. That's my, that, that ruins that song for me and that would ruin that concert for me. <laughs> they didn't. I'm glad they didn't. I'm just, I was already like, but when they brought it, when they got to the end of the first verse, there was a part of me going, please don't bring out Cameron. <laughs> just get to malice. Um, and by the way, what happened to that boy was also 45. Those are their four biggest, like, chart toppers ever. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else, David? I know we're coming up on Christmas. We're coming up with the undies. Anything you got to say before we hit, head out the door? Um, take care of yourself. Yep. Take care of your mentals. Yep. It's that time um, of year, so for sure. Yeah. You know, drink water and uh, don't drive drunk. Yep. Always good suggestions, especially around the holidays. And, uh, you know, get get out in the sun when you can. Sun's valuable. Yes. Yep. All right. Peace, y'all. We'll see you next time. I want to kill the lights.